Ladies and gentlemen, children of all ages, and you know who you are. Welcome to Game 7 Sports Podcast, a podcast about anything and everything sports, where we take three topics each episode and debate them until we deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of the sports industry. Now, here is your host, Sibo Mayo. Game 7 Sports Podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back once again. Episode three. Here we go, kicking it off. Uh, we're going to do the NFL draft recap. We always have the greatest uh, analyst par ready to rock and roll. We got Mr. Gramps here. We got JK. We got Miller Time. We got AB. We got D Spade. And we'll get into that later. And we got uh, the coach uh, of us all. And he's not the oldest one, obviously, because Gramps is. But we're all back and we're going to talk NFL draft. It just happened Thursday, Friday, Saturday of this past week. And we're pumped to get going. I know we talked a little bit about it in episode two, um, ending with who we thought would be the first pick. Um, how should that be handled, um, especially if you're drafting a quarterback? So we're just going to jump right in. Crystal ball segment. First question I have is, did you guys like the format? Um, Roger Goodell and his, you know, quote unquote basement and his New York home that's lavish and, and luxury and, you know, with the, with the screen in the background and yada, yada, yada. And, and then it kind of faded off round per round. And they ended up sitting in a chair, you know, with not a button up on round three and four. I was like, Roger, what are you doing? Come on now. But um, um, yeah, kick us off, JK. What did you think about it? I thought it was good. You know, um, I, I thought there's some good picks, um, you know, being a 49er fan, I, I think we're going to be going to the, to the, to the, to the championship this year again, but you know, that's just my opinion. But I yes, mean, it I, is. You know, yes, it is. I I still have to go with the Cincinnati Bengals on the first pick, Joe Burrow. Like I just, I know I said it in the last podcast, but I just that's just a bad pick to me. <laughs> you did. You voiced your 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 <laughs> double rest out. that it was a bad pick. <laughs> that's um, just a bad pick. You said he'd be but, a bigger bust than Jamarcus Russell, so yeah, that, but, that's I mean, time to tell. I will throw this in but, about Joe Burrow. Um, he did get the Bengals playbook two or three weeks prior to the draft. It was already studying it. So it seems like he has a leg up on it. So he was taking a little bit more serious than maybe people think he was um, kind of showing that leadership side of it. Um, but still, I mean, he could still be a bust. Everyone in the first round could be a bust. Uh, Daniel, what do you think? Oh man, I thought, it, I thought it was a good pick. Um, you know, they got, well, they still have Dalton. So, I mean, it'll decide, you know, if he is going to come out the gates or, uh, you know, sit up. I'm pretty sure they'll get off to a rocky start with Dalton. So you know, maybe they when are they the start off, when they start off one and five, you bring in uh, the new kid. You still got AJ Green. Look like they they got him some help. Um, you know, it'll be interesting. They added T Higgins. Uh, I know they got another receiver there. I can't think off the top of my head. Sure. Um, but sure. no, I, I think it'll be a good move. Um, and I don't don't expect Cincinnati to really do anything this year or sure or next year. But oh <laughs> uh, yeah, man. I, I think it was just the obvious pick, so they had to go with it. Abe, what do you think about, about the, the whole the draft process and then obviously Joe Burrow being number one? What do you got? Uh, let me just address the Burrow thing real quick. We're going to act like the writing's not on the wall for Dalton, right? We're, we're, we're going to act like that number one pick wasn't – like you don't pick a quarterback at number one for them to go into comp. 
petition. Like, sure. yeah, Dalton might come out swinging to begin the season because Cincinnati sucks and you don't want to kill your your precious quarterback in your first drive, but Dalton's out there, so let him just get ruined, right? We all know the writing's on the wall for Dalton, so let's just, let's just move fast out. When Burrow was the best pick, it was the smartest decision. JK, you can stop sipping whatever you're sipping on. Um, <laughs> as far as the process, it was cool. Um, it sucked a little bit, though, because I'm not going to lie, I don't really care about the green room. I like whenever they fan over to the guy at home who's got his 20 people with him, sure. and Sure. You know, he gets drafted and they're able to, like, jump in on each other and, like, have that great little camaraderie moment. Sure. I really kind of missed that. There were still some people that were breaking against the uh, <laughs> the COVID-19 rules and they had about yep. 10, 12 people up in there. But it was those moments that I missed because, you know, and then you've got girlfriends, like, in front of the camera and you can't even see the player. Sure. They're making sure they're being seen. Those little moments were funny on social media later, but that definitely sucked in the moment because that's not about you. Sure. Uh, so uh, another thing that I liked as well, just real quick, was I love that you could hear the booze when Roger Goodell was still talking. Well, he, he asked <laughs> for it, too. I thought that was awesome. I was he like, you know what? Let's just, let's just keep it 100, you know. We mm-hmm. know nobody likes him. And the fact that you could still hear the booze while the draft was gone was awesome. Yeah, he did say, come on, is that all you got? Give me some more booze. Give me yeah. some more booze. <laughs> Pico, uh, Brandon, and, and and Coach Bloom here, jump in here. What, what about you guys? Do you guys like the process? You guys, Burrow was a good pick. Um, what, what do you got, Pico? Lead us off. I'm not a big fan of how it went. I think it could have been done a lot better. Mm, um, interesting. However, <clears throat> Burrows, I know last week I wasn't too excited about the pick. However, they did try to help the kid out. They got Higgins. They got a good offensive lineman as well. Correct. Um, they still have Dalton, you know, so you don't have to start Rush. Burroughs. Correct. You know, he can get a little coaching. But the big thing is you can also trade Dalton away and get a couple of good linemen. I mean, if he has a good offensive line, the kid gets rid of the ball really quick. He doesn't hold on to the ball like some QBs. There's upside, but it's all – now it comes down to management. Yeah. yeah. Brandon, what do you got? Yeah, I mean, I agree. Uh, I think um, I think uh, they'll try to move Andy Dalton um, and, and pick up some, you know, some, some guys to, to protect uh, Joe Burrow. Uh, in terms of the process, I think, uh, you know, they, they kind of made the most of it, in my opinion. I thought it went pretty well. Um, you know, there was bound to be a few, few hiccups, and there were a few uh, on the broadcast, but – Sure. Uh, overall, I thought they did um, pretty good with the cards they were dealt. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Coach Bloom, round us out here. Process and and and, and the first pick overall. What do you got? Yeah, man. I mean, the, the overall process. I'll tell you what. Go, going over a month without sports to see something on TV that was related to sports that was meaningful. Man, I was locked in. All, all thirty-two picks. I mean, locked in. I know we had a little text going on, but. I mean, and, and talking to other people in the industry, it was the same thing. It wasn't perfect. It, it wasn't. It wasn't ideal. There was definitely some some blooper reels, and and some girls definitely got dropped in the first round. Um, going back to Abe's point on on girlfriends getting in the mix, yes, uh, we did. definitely got to see CD Lamb's hands in action. Um, Quick but, too. Yeah. Uh, overall, I mean, I, I thought <laughs> everybody in the first round kind of filled their needs. Um, I, I know my Niners, we, we got, we got our linemen, 
Let's go. We got Ayuku. I'm, I'm happy with it. Joe Burrow was the right choice. Um, there's still value in Dalton if you want to trade him. Like John was saying, you can get some linemen. You can protect the young guy like we were talking about last week. Or competition's healthy, man. Let him go at it. Let him compete. And then if, if Dalton ends up winning the job, well, then man, that's something you got to live with. Then you win – and pick Joe Burrow, and now he's got to sit sit the first year as, sure, as the backup. Sure. sure, and I think the Bengals are in a good position, right? They can do one or the other. If the competition's good and, and Burrow beats him out, then sure, play the rookie. Let him get knocked yeah. around a little bit, but, you know, protect him. Uh, you know, third and 14, you're running a draw. You're not running a go route, um, things like that. But um, I did want to say, I always wonder when people are at home, do they have all 32 hats at their house? And then they're yeah. just like, so there, there's like the hat dude who's just like, yeah. what do you think I can pick by? Oh, you got picked by the Raiders. He's like, which one's the Raiders? Which one's the Raiders? Which one's the Raiders? Oh, here you go. You know, it's got to be the hat guy. And you're right. You, gotta, you have your closest family, your friends, your girlfriend, all that stuff. But I did think the process was as good as it could be. Um, you know, I think Roger Goodell has no personality. And so it was very boring for him to be like, and with the third pick in the 2020 draft, da, 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 he just needs more personality. And so I think that's what they miss because usually in rounds two, three, four, they bring, you know, former players out and, you know, celebrities and things like that. And it kind of spices it up a little bit, gives a little entertainment factor, um, which was nice, which was nice. So I, I do think Burrow, maybe sit him, give him a year to, to learn. Um, but he wasn't the most interesting pick to me in the draft. To me personally, and I'm going to ask all of you guys, the most interesting pick was the Green Bay Packers, who traded up, I believe, to pick a quarterback when they have probably one of the top three, four, five quarterbacks in the NFL for the last decade plus. Um, and then I know Daniel and I were talking that uh, the, the Packers have an interesting fact is since Aaron Rodgers was drafted in, I don't know what year it was, 2008 or something. Um, 2005. 2005. Excuse me. There you go. Fact checking right there. 2005. The Packers have not selected a skill position receiver in the first round until Jordan Love. So it's just very interesting. You know, the Packers made it to the, the championship game last year, uh, not the Super Bowl, but and they're, they're a couple players away. So um, what do you guys – who was the most interesting pick to you? Was it the Packers? Was it the Raiders at 12? What do you got, J.K.? Uh, I wouldn't say interesting. Interesting, but I, but I would say good picks. So I, I wrote down some here right, right here, but – Second pick, Chase Young. I think that's a great pick. I think that guy was one of the best defensive uh, defensive ends in the league. It will in the in, in NCAA. Yeah. Um, and then one that I think is a great pick was Justin Herbert's sixth pick. Uh, Justin Herbert's sixth pick for um, Los Angeles Chargers. Great Interesting. Pick. Another quarterback. I, Three quarterbacks I, in the top six. Yeah. By the way, I think that he will do great there. I think he'll he'll succeed. Um, but one that was shocking. Uh, and then I was kind of like, which I've never seen this before, is their uh, running backs were the last pick in the draft, and mm -hmm. then they all went to the second round. Correct. Well, one guy that I know that will do good that I'm that I'm excited to see in the NFL is Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin, 41st pick in the second round. He's a stud. Who did he go to again? He was went it? to. Uh, let me check right here. Colts, real quick. maybe. Colts. 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 Marlon Mack. There's a, there's a lot of good teams that had a lot of good drafts. Um, so more interesting picks. Pico, who, who's the most yeah. interesting or controversial, whatever you want to call it? What do you got, Pico? I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to argue with the 49ers. I, I think they made a bad mistake. They should have gone receiver. Um, 
But I did get one later. They, they got one later, but they could have got Lamb um, or Judy or Judy before the one the, the guy that they got. Yeah. I, I in defensive line, I thought they were stellar last year. Their defense was incredible. I would have helped out on offensive side. They have the running backs, but I, I thought they really lacked in receivers. Sure. Um, I know they picked up Sanders later on, but still, I, I and I know they have the one guy, Samuel. I think yep. that he's going to be really good. Debo Samuel, I, I believe. Would have, yep, I, I would have got him some help. I, I know but, the Niners did trade a defensive lineman, and so maybe they were filling that void that they traded. Um but, I, but you're right. Their defense is stacked. Any way you slice it, they got studs at multiple positions. Um, but I know JK's itching to jump in because um, he's a Niners guy and so is Bloom. So, um, but I'm going to jump Just over real to eight. Quick, they oh, go, go ahead, Pico. Up, they could have picked up a QB, too. I'm mm. out. Yowzer. <laughs> yeah. nope, nope, you guys, nope. you guys are you Jimmy G, nope. man. Shots fired. Yes. Abe, Abe no, go ahead. John, there you go. John, you're fine. Okay. I'm cool so, with that. So, so let's just talk about uh, the Aaron Rodgers thing for a second. Sure. I think they're taking a different approach than the Patriots. So the Patriots did everything they could to lean on Tom Brady for as long as they possibly could. I think the Green Bay Packers are looking at the outside end going, okay, we only have a number of years left. We might need to look at a different possibility with Aaron getting older. I think that's the only reason why they made sure. that move. It makes the most sense. Let him groom under Aaron Rodgers. We get so many quarterbacks now that just go straight into the job that they actually looks like they're trying to groom him underneath him so that he can be the next guy, but not threatening his job at the moment in time. Sure. I like that. Um, the Bears, what in the world? Like, why do they have 10 tight ends? Like, unless they're out there wheeling and dealing, like, you know, if, like, if you, unless you stack these guys so that way you can go, okay, so – I need that player and that player I'll send you two tight ends. Like, unless you're doing that, getting another tight end in that position that you were in, it just, it's stupid. I'm sorry. I don't know what, I don't know what they're thinking. They've got one of they the They could have panicked, defenses. right? They could have panicked and just, yeah. uh, tight end, best available. Whatever. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't we've know. got nine, forget it. Let's get 10. You let's know, like, 10. let's, let's break a it record and have the most tight better. ends in NFL history. Like, sure. that's a, like a fifth of your team right yes. there. Like, what are you doing? Yes. So, I'm not really sure what the heck was going on there. To address your Roger Goodell comment, um, just to address that, Roger isn't loved like Adam Silver is in the sure. NBA. So, sure. like, the, the, his reception, that's why he looks that way. He sounds that way. He doesn't get the love that other leagues have when it's to the commissioner. So, it doesn't matter what Roger does. You saw him do, like, little dances and stuff like that. Like, it doesn't matter what he does. He already has that persona. So he can't outrun that. So it, it, yeah. to me, I, I'm not really too worried about him. But just as far as the draft, I, I think the team that really shocked everyone, not shocked, but did the best job was the Vikings. I think the Vikings did a really good job in setting themselves up for a position to actually make a deep run. Um, <laughs> I don't sleep on Baltimore it's, either. It's, it's funny you say that because I'm in a group chat with 12 people from Minnesota yeah. And they ripped the draft. Really? <laughs> All of them. I can't believe why we dropped this good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then as soon as the draft grades come out, the Vikings are really, really, really high. Yeah, like, I mean, really? like getting Jefferson, like obviously is, is a top receiver, especially when you let stuff on Diggs walk. Sure. It's one of those type of situations where like, was that a calculated risk or whatever they did? But to land him when he could have already been gone was sure. huge. So sure. it's just, I mean, I, I, that's my take on it so far. 
I mean, yeah, the Ravens got better. The Colts got better. I think the Dolphins got better. There was a lot of solid picks. Um, I really do think – better not sign to the Ravens. uh, He might. I think um, the the second pick for the Chargers was almost as good as the first pick, if you will. The linebacker from Oklahoma late, late in the draft who (laughs) kind of slipped through a lot of people's hands. Um, I thought the Raiders may take him at 19. And I thought, you know, the Vikings may take him at 22, I think it was, or whatever. And then he fell. And so I think there's a lot of teams that drafted more need than top player. Um, case in point, Dolphins need a quarterback. Everyone knows that. Chargers need a quarterback. Bengals need a quarterback, right? They drafted as need instead of a top player. They could have traded back and got more picks, you know, build the line. But everyone drafted as need. Um, Raiders surprising at 12, drafting Henry Ruggs. I mean, it's not surprising as a Raiders fan because Al Davis always drafts the fastest guy. He's notorious. He's done that like six times. He's going to do that. So, um, but who do you think is going to be not the rookie of the year, but who's going to be, you know, kind of the sleeper? Um, I always look for the sleeper. I have my pick. I think KC picked the last pick in the draft, the running back out of LSU. I think he is a stud. And in that offense, he is going to just flourish um, personally. Um, I hope I hope he's terrible because I'm a Raiders fan, but uh, needless to say, Pico, what do you got? One, you said you think the Dolphins picked well. I think they yes. picked horrendous. Sorry. I, All I think of them? Tua, All of them? Tua is too soft. He's too small. I, I hate to say it. What about their they tackle? They don't have they an got? offensive line. They don't have a running back to help them out. They don't have receivers. Hey, the guy's a stud as an athlete, but you know what? He's soft. He gets hurt a lot. Small QBs do not do well unless your last name is Breeze in the NFL. Or Russell Wilson. Um, yeah. uh, Herbert Ra- should have gone on that spot. Yep. I think the Ravens really? kicked ass again. You, you said that LSE running back for the Chiefs? Yeah. He's going to make a huge difference too. J.K. Yes. Dobbins. He is a stud. But I think a lot of teams picked well. I, I really do. It was like shocking. I think there were some obviously shocking picks, but – a lot of teams did what they had to do to, to get better. And you're just like, man, um, Abe, the Vikings also had, I think, 13 picks or something ridiculous. They had yeah. a chance to really get better. And, and if they did, then they're going to really excel in the next three, four years. It was their one question things, mark is always their quarterback, plain and simple. Yeah, it, it, was, it was one of those things. So, like, a lot of people picked like they were ready to go for the run now. Yeah. And, and, you know, they're going to bring these guys in and they're going to run for it right now. Like, they see a hole open with Tom Brady not being a Patriot, even though he's going to Tampa with all these weapons. But most teams right now were loading up like they were ready to go right now. And instead of, like, trading back, getting the picks, getting the stuff later on so they could kind of help them longevity, they're, like, stacking the chips now sure. and going straight forward. Sure. That's, yeah. And that's what was entertaining for the draft for me. Yeah. Another interesting pick, the Eagles' second-round pick, quarterback, Jalen Hurts. They just gave Carson Wentz $100 million. He does get hurt. He's torn ACL, shoulder, elbow, whatever it was, ankle. And then they go get Jalen Hurts, who's a stud of an athlete, in the second round. And so are you banking on Carson Wentz potentially getting hurt? Or, I mean, you gave him $100 million. I mean, like, what's the, the reasoning there, Doug Peterson? So – I think there's some questions being answered there. Um, there are going to be tough questions um, coming from Philly. Uh, how does that? How does? How do they manage that? You know, um, you brought the point up earlier, Abe, about the uh, the Packers. Like they're grooming Love to take over for Rodgers. 
So then what are the Eagles doing? Because Carson Wentz is only like 27 years old. I mean, are they grooming yeah, Hurts? I, I, right? I actually like that pick. I mean, they're, uh, I think that opens up the offense for Doug Peterson to get, get even more creative and takes a bit of a load off of Wentz. Um, I don't think they're moving away from Wentz. I think they're just seeing what they have in Hurts and, and uh, could potentially uh, get some leverage, you know, to trade them down sure. the line or else um, – uh, but potentially be the next I mean everyone's looking for the next Lamar Jackson sure they're looking for the next hot thing to get but don't you think the Eagles could have gone receiver like yeah they definitely up, they go get a receiver yeah. JK what do you got so <clears throat> a couple of things I think that a lot of teams now are kind of going for kind of like that 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 quarterback those those two quarterbacks that they can kind of put like one guy goes down three one guy goes down two one guy goes down one right and kind of like leverage off of like, all right, this guy can do this, this guy can do that. So they can kind of like, big off of Brandon's point, they can use these guys at like different different spots in the game, and you know show show teams like different different you know spots or in the field. Looks. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. one thing I want I want to bring up real quick: Did anybody notice that Alabama had seven players picked in the first two rounds? Yes, it it was an SEC draft. I think it one hundred percent. SEC and Big Ten. No, it doesn't. But I was—I mean, I was just shocked about that. Bama produces pros; they just do yeah. at all positions, especially interior. Um, you know, but you know, so. going going back on the quarterback situation, I I do agree with uh, with the Eagles pick and and the and the Packers pick. I, you know? It'll be interesting to me. Um, quarterbacks are always a wild card, especially in the first round. Um, I don't know if any of those quarterbacks in the first round are going to be good quarterbacks in the NFL. I really don't. Uh, um, it, it, you know, it's, it's all about where you fall. Like if he says, if you have offensive line and defense, you know, receivers, you know, it just, it happens. Um, so going to the Chargers at six was a good place for Justin Herbert to mm-hmm. go. Can yeah. he take the reins though? Because they're in a win now. Their defense is good if they're healthy. Can he take the reins right now and make that leap? Or do they go Tyrod Taylor, you know, the just enough quarterback to get them to the NFC Championship or AFC, whatever they're in, and win a Super Bowl? Um, I, I don't know. I, think, I don't know. I, I think that Herbert that Herbert is a is a leader at, at, at the end of the day. I, I do like that, his story. It was yeah. not, not recruited, walk on, earned a scholarship. You know, he's got the story. He's got the chip on his shoulder. You know, he's big six. It's five, six, six, I believe. So he, six, six. he's got the tools. It's just can you Definitely make that has jump? arm strength? He's got the arm strength, but can you make that jump as a rookie? Like, do oh, you want to yeah. put your your cards on a rookie? I don't know. I wouldn't as as a as a GM coach. So um, with the Eagles, Chargers are in a good position though because they have uh, um, Tyrod you know, Taylor. The, yeah, Tyrod Taylor's down yeah. there, and I mean, I think they can afford to to lean on Tyrod Taylor for a year, and then potentially sure. in that year too, um, you know, give the give the range for Herbert. Sure, but the things you got to think about yeah, is Chargers too is uh, uh, Bosa's contract is up this year, so they got to resign him, and he's going to want big bucks. And so the Chargers defense may not be the same moving forward. It's going to get weaker. Um, but Dan, you were going to say something, and then we'll go to Abe after yeah. that. Yeah, I was going to say Bosa brothers to the 49ers. <laughs> yeah. I was say let's not forget that you know Tyrod Taylor did take Buffalo to the playoffs before, but um, he did. Yeah, yeah, just uh, hop backtrack just a little bit um i know you guys are talking about the dolphins they didn't have any uh run game but they they still have jordan howard coming back and they did trade for matt Breida, so they're and trying they to have Devontae parker there. at wideout so they got exactly. some pieces and then uh, um as far as philly 
through there. They have a ton of receivers right now. They got Jeffrey. They got they drafted Jalen Rager. They still got Gray Ward. They got the guy from Stanford last year. They had a ton Deshaun last year. Jackson. I mean, exactly. But uh, he got hurt. Yeah, they, they got a yeah. ton of receivers, but they ain't got no receivers. <laughs> Alshon Jeffrey is old. <laughs> Their number one receiver is is uh, Ertz at the at tight end, but. Uh, it, it was interesting to me. I think the Raiders draft picks were super interesting, right? seems like they reached on all of them. But, hey, what do you got? Okay, so just to kind of piggyback off of Daniel, like I said, like the Eagles definitely have like a lot of weapons. Um, but the sad part about it was Wentz was getting hurt, right? And all of, like, all of your wide receivers last year were getting hurt as well. Um, reason why I can say that very confidently and I don't have to fact check with Brandon was because I had most of them on my fantasy team. Mm. And it, it was hurting, you know, because they were out for weeks on end and yes. they were out for the rest of the season, didn't know. Um, but what I was going to say was with the quarterback situation with these guys getting drafted, I think teams are tired of gambling and making the quarterback pick for their number, you know, for their guy to come in and take the team over. I think these guys are done, not done, but they're getting tired of the process of drafting a Baker Mayfield and not getting the success that they want in that first couple of years. And instead of, you know, pulling them back and giving them somebody to be underneath, like an Aaron Rodgers. And I think that's what people are really kind of pushing towards to now is just kind of going back to that old school feeling about like, okay, listen, like this kid's not ready yet. Let's just get him prepared. Let's put him under somebody who's great and then give him a chance to then step in once he's done. Um, the other thing is the Saints offense has opened up the world as well as the Baltimore's offense of like, okay, this two quarterback system can kind of work out, right? So you've got Jalen Hurts coming into the Philly situation. One, because he's a good quarterback and he might just have to play because once it's hurt. But two, if you can put him in a slot or if you put him behind the ball, I like I think it was Pico or somebody said it in the text, you have to respect Hill when he's back there. So like sure. you you can't just like get out on the wideouts because, you know, Breeze ain't breaking off on the 10-yard run. You have to respect him. So that makes him just as dangerous. That's why LeVar, uh, Lamar was getting off. Lamar. Uh, Lamar was getting off this year. So I think once they get the tape and they start working on that, they'll be able to contain it more. But I feel like teams are pushing more towards that as well. Sure. That's a good point. That's a good point. And, I mean, they're investing a lot. A second-round pick is a lot. Pico, what do you got? The – I don't understand the Packer pick. The Packers were <laughs> – yes. I'm going to have to argue that, man. Coming in hot, Pico. That'd be love me. doesn't help it. They were one game away from the Super Bowl. How did they help themselves out? They got they, younger. They didn't – you know, <laughs> as, as, as far as I'm concerned, as, as the top four teams that had the worst draft pick, the Packers are one of them. The Steelers, the Bears, and to me, the Dolphins. Yes, you know, did say uh, the Raiders. Somebody, somebody mentioned it earlier. You know, yeah, you're not grasping for that quarterback to take you to that next level tomorrow. Sure. But the Bengals are at least, they picked up a good quality quarterback who, what I like about him, he's reached out to like Peyton Manning. Discussed a lot of things with him. He's had the playbook for three and a half weeks. The kid's hungry. He's got that edge on his shoulder. He wants to prove himself. 
now it's up to the Bengals. I'll go back to the Bengals management. Now it's up to them to help that kid out. Sure. And that's why Dalton could help them, or they could say, hey, you know what? We're going to pull a Peyton Manning on you. We're sure. going to throw you in there, and you're going to take your friggin' lumps, and we go from there. Sure. And, and you know, there's more than one way to skin a cat. There's a Peyton Manning where he got thrown in there, and there's the Aaron Rodgers where he grew behind far for three, four years, and then has been stellar since he stepped foot on the field. But, um, all right, all right. So it sounds like there's a lot of teams that got better, a lot of teams that kind of stayed the same. Um, next question, the next, you know, kind of where I want to move this to is who has the chance to make that next step to the Super Bowl? Um, I know the Niners are right there. Obviously, the Chiefs are going to be back. Um, Patriots are going to take a downwards. But did, it, did the Buccaneers just come way out of nowhere, you know, and get everybody and their mom, and then all of a sudden they're spectacular? Because there was a couple trades, a couple signs, you know, a couple big things that happened, um, as well as the draft. You know, the offensive tackle for the Redskins, uh, Trent Williams was traded. Uh, obviously, Gronkowski was traded to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So what team do you guys think, after the draft and after some of the trades, is ready to take that next step to go to the Super Bowl and actually contest now that, you know, Brady is away from the Patriots and that kind of door is open. That window is, is open to sneak through. Who, who do you guys got? Um, Eric, where, where are you going? Man, no, let me guess. The Niners. Uh, got it. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> obvious picks of nine. No, we, we filled our needs, right? We filled sure. our needs. We, we have Kinlaw, who I think, going back to our first thought, is the most exciting pick. I mean, the guy is a straight bull rusher. He, he has sure. things he just can't teach. And if he's, if he's coachable and you could teach him, watch out. He's going to be scary. Sure. Uh, but I think a healthy Tom Brady, uh, a healthy Gronk, the other tight ends that they have there, the, the defense that they had, I didn't realize their defense led the league in, in interceptions. They're good. Um, you know, that they're, they're good. And one of the best run defenses there is. So you, you put that combo together with Tom Brady, who knows how to manage a game, someone like Gronk, who, who's a threat at all times, Tampa Bay's dangerous. Um, and I think, I mean, they, they underachieved, but with a new coach, with, with adding CeeDee Lamb and the talent they had before coming back, the Cowboys, as much as I hate them, I think they're a threat, at, at least throughout the season. They'll choke in the playoffs like always, but mm. that they'll get there. On paper, they look good again. Yes, they do. They got some weapons offensively. Biggest JK. Cowboy hater. JK, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I got to say the Eagles. Um, I think honestly, man, if if the Eagles know know how to use Jordan Love the right way, no, no, no. Uh, Eagles didn't. The Eagles got Jalen Hurts. Oh, I'm 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 sorry, I'm sorry, Jalen Hurts. If the sure. Eagles know how to use Jalen Hurts the right way, they they could do some they they could do some things in the NFL this year. Interesting that you're going with the backup quarterback is going to put them over the edge or over the top I, here. Uh, but okay, I'll take it. So, I'll yeah. take it. Pico and Brandon, you guys are up next. I yeah, I, I'm going to follow up Bloom on this. Because Tampa Bay, you now have a head coach on the field. So, and then you also have Gronk. There's two people that have Super Bowl experience beyond belief. Sure. They know how to get there. Sure. They have a great defense. The only problem with their defense last year was their quarterback gave the ball up or right back every time. Yeah. So, I'm back in blue. Watch out for the uh, Buccaneers next year. I actually disagree. I do not think the Bucs are going to do it. There's too many cooks in the kitchen to me. Uh, And it's different. Brady's lived his whole life, or his whole life, 20 years in New England with the cold. Tampa Bay's different. 
I mean, there's hurricanes potentially. It's hum- humidity's different. He's got to do everything different, right? He already got caught going to a park that he wasn't supposed to. He already walked in the wrong house down there. He is doing some dumb things. It's just different, right? Now, it is still Tom Brady, probably the greatest quarterback of all time, if not the greatest, top five, call it, top three if we're stretching him out. But it's different. And people think you forget about that, right? You can't, I mean, he's, he's one of the guys you probably can plug and play, but it's still different, right? And everything, and when it changes, sometimes it doesn't always work. Um, but I want to get to Brandon, and then I'll, I'll get, get back to you, Abe. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, the, the teams that, that are at the top, I mean, obviously uh, from this past year, Kansas City and, and Baltimore is going to be damn good this year. Um, but I think, on, I, I think uh, you know, Tampa Bay, yeah, they're, they're going to be tough. I mean, I think, I think Brady, um, you know, him, him coming in, the, the rest of the team is, is solid. Uh, he's going to put them over the top. Um, Minnesota is going to be strong. And, uh, and it's got to be the Raiders. <laughs> Got to be the nope. Raiders. Nope. Surprise Definitely team. Not the Raiders. Uh, <laughs> the Niners. The Niners. Uh, Daniel, what do you got? Oh, man. I think this uh, in the AFC, it is, it's just a two man race, and that is between Kansas City yep. and Baltimore. I think Baltimore yep. nailed the draft. Patrick Queen was the perfect fit for that defense. I mean, it just, that's when you think of Baltimore, you think of defense. Sure. And he's going to fit right in there. And um, they added J.K. Dobbins, who kind of reminds me, man, he kind of reminds me of a of a Ray Rice or something. Uh, he's short, compact guy. But uh, in the NFC, man, I, I, there's one team that, that's got to have a bitter taste in their mouth, and that's the New Orleans Saints. Mm. Um, they added they added uh, Emmanuel Sanders on that offense. I think, you know, I think they got something to prove this year, man. I think Breeze is going to go out with a bang. Um, the Saints also picked up a huge drop by the Eagles, uh, Malcolm Jenkins. He comes back to New Orleans to, to kind of round out that Drew Brees career and with the Super Bowl. Um, I, I do agree with the Saints. I, I like and that they, a lot. And they still have uh, Janoris Jenkins, who was a late addition. But, sure. you know, I think sure. that with uh, Jenkins and, and uh, Lattimore, that might be one of the best cornerback tenants in the NFL. Sure. Do you guys think the league will kind of learn Lamar Jackson a little bit better? Because he did pretty much take it by storm, right? It was, but the NFL is one is a copycat league, and you guys all kind of touched upon that, right? The Saints have this, you know, dual threat quarterback ish. Tyson Taysom Hill can catch, run, throw all that. So now other teams are starting to do that. Will and people are starting to draft players like Lamar Jackson, but will they figure that out? Um, because he's not a good passer. He's average. He's average, right? He's good on the run. He's got a fantastic run game and an excellent defense. But when the Game was on the line. Ravens didn't produce. Just saying. Can I get to my winners and losers? Are you just going to Go run it. over me? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on now. First, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I definitely, I, I mean, it. I'm, I'm going to keep it so blunt. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about the Lions since you're on here. Yeah, oh, man. See, th- that's definitely one of the losers. I mean, we, I mean, we got a great corner. And that's great and everything, but I mean, we needed to beef up our O line, just like a bunch of other teams needed to do. I mean, Baltimore obviously they were picking the right picks to go alongside. Like I said, they're already a good team, stacked team. They got the complimentary pieces just in case a couple of those good ones that they have fall off, right? Like they did exactly what they were supposed to do in order to keep the track that they're going. Um, I'm with Daniel on that one. 
Um, but one of the big winners, not big winners, but one of the winners I did see was kind of the Giants. Like the Giants were kind of picking the things that they really needed, like an offensive line. Like you kept seeing them grab one, grab another, and it was like, okay. They kind of get the idea that this isn't a let's go for the next Odell, let's go for another Saquon, you know, get the, the best player that's on the board. Like you said, Sebastian, like this was tailored more to let me Needs. get what I need instead of the best player available. Like it was a really good draft as far as that. Um, as far as the Lamar comment that you made, um, everybody gets filmed after that first year, right? And then they get to go through it and then they figure out, okay, we're going to put a spy on them. You know, are we going to uh, trail them on the weak side, whatever the situation is. But I don't feel like you're going to be able to stop him because he's just that athletically, you know, inclined, talented, whatever you want to call it. I do think there will be times that he won't be able to be that guy which they'll have a different game plan going forward trying to approach him. You have to. You have to switch up what you were doing because if you don't, he runs with the MVP again and he's running to try to see if he can get another Super Bowl. Well, not another one. He doesn't have one yet. I'm but, saying try to another run yes. to the Super Bowl. Sure, sure. But it, it, people figure it out. And he looks a lot like RG3 did the first year. I'll be honest. He Colin looks Kaepernick. a lot they all have different. the same frame, That's long and lanky. He just hasn't gotten hit yet. Robert Griffin got hit a couple times. Lamar Jackson hasn't Don't gotten hit. Don't compare them. No, he was not running around. RG3 was not running like, come on, man. Uh, Lamar is getting hit and still running. RG3 would but, get tapped and he'd fall down. And Lamar is way more athletic than RG3 was. Go ahead, Pico. But, Ed, the only thing, and I agree with you, hey, he's a special talent. But this is the NFL, and if I'm an owner, if I'm a head coach, the thing that would scare me the most is having that athletic running QB. You know what? One open shot could end his career, and that's such a big commodity to lose. That's the only fear. I would say, look, I would rather see you throw the ball out of bounds to come back that next play and maybe, you know, get that first down versus go ahead and put it on your shoulders and go. I mean, dude, believe me, love watching the guy. Does incredible things. But every time when I'm going like this, if I'm that head coach, damn, he's down for the rest of the year. I risk high reward. High risk, high reward. And I, I don't, and, and I hear where you're coming from, but, like, you might be asking him to do something that he, he just can't do. Like, like, you drafted him being that quarterback. So then you entrust him to be that quarterback in the pros. Now, once he gets older and he ain't got the Michael Vick, Lamar Jackson moves, he might have to sit in that pocket, you know, and, and learn a thing from Cam Newton, you know. But I think at, at the time being, he's young. Like, let him loose. Sure. But the NCAA sure. versus the NFL, two different animals. You were right, but he was MVP. Right. JK, JK, go ahead, jump in there. So, so Pico, I, I do agree with you, and Abe, I do, agree, I do agree with you as well. But to Sebastian's point about when is the league going to figure him out, I say you give it three more years, maybe, maybe in two and a half, and the league will start figuring him out. I'm thinking it might be quicker than that. Yep, it's going to be this year. It's, it's this, be year. this year. 
Bloom, jump in there. Bloom yeah, and, Bloom yeah. And Bloom. Real quick to that, J.K. I and and to to what John and A were talking about. I don't think it's about the league adapting to Lamar Jackson because I think they've all like we've talked about. They're all on there watching the game films. They're all figuring out their game plan for next year. I think they figured out next year. I think it's about Lamar Jackson figuring out how he can continue to do what he does best uh, when they're going to come at him with different schemes um, and, and different looks. But John, to touch on your point. That one injury, that one one big hit to end a career, that's why I'm a huge fan of Green Bay's <laughs> pick in the draft in the first round. I'm a huge fan. I'm drawing love. Aaron Rodgers has continually got hurt. I mean, look at look at last season, and then I think it was like two seasons before that. That the guy has zero fear, and so he he gets hurt. He puts himself out there. He tries to make plays. He's a playmaker, and so one injury and he's down. And with a guy like Jordan Love's ceiling on the board still at that time and a QB like Rodgers, they did the same thing when Favre was there. So why not do the same thing again with that kind of talent? I'm, I'm a huge fan of their pick, and, and I think the, that risk factor is a huge reason why. I, I, I don't think you can compare the two. <laughs> I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put Love in Rodgers' spot for the life of him. But they were saying the same thing about Rodgers and Favre. They were like, there's no way. And, and they ended up they're, – they're different, but they're saying the same thing. This is Brett Favre we're talking about. Who's this Aaron Rodgers kid who went to junior college and then to Cal Berkeley and, and – set the world on fire. He's, he's got a Super Bowl. Yeah, exactly. Who's not to say Jordan Love can't? I mean, he's <clears throat> upside. He, he has the if, if he, and he doesn't have Utah State receivers in the NFL, so that might be a little different. If, if you look at the stat, yeah, and Love hasn't gone against NFL defensive schemes. But sure. I'm just going to say this. If you look at the stats of Rodgers when he was in college versus Love in college, Love had – he led the um, NCAA in interceptions too. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, like guys, 17 interceptions. Yeah. Yeah. D- Dunn Payne so, Manning have the record for interceptions too? In, in rookie season in NFL. But, yeah. but, but Pico, do, do stats tell all in college? <laughs> right? No, it, they, they don't tell all in college. What tells all in the NCAA is when you prove yourself. Sure. I mean, first round picks. I'm a second-round pick guy. I think that's where second and third round you get your best athletes. And fourth. They're more hungry. They're not looking for that top-dollar contract and so forth, and they have more to prove. They're more concentrated on that second-level contract to make their money because they want to go out and say, you know what, I got overlooked. I'll show them. Sure, sure. And I think there's a lot of picks like that. Um, but if you look at the top five quarterbacks in the league right now, I mean, you think about them. None of them were like the guy in college. Like even Mahomes at Texas Tech, you knew about him, but you didn't know about him. He wasn't Joe Burrow, right? I mean, Wentz went to a one double A. Um, Aaron Rodgers was the 24th pick. I mean, it's just sometimes it's just right timing, right? It's right fit. Um, you get lucky. Aaron Rodgers fell to the Packers who were good. They had good, good coach you know, good players, a good system, and it just worked out for them. I think the same can happen for Jordan Love. I don't know much about him, so I, it's hard for me to comment on him too much. I just thought it was an interesting pick because they were very close to going to the Super Bowl. And they were, it seems like, maybe one or two skill positions players away from making that jump. And they could have gone that way and maybe taken a quarterback in the second or third round and groomed the same. Um, I don't know, but it, it is very interesting to me, that pick. Terrible. Um, terrible. You think it was terrible? I think it was absolutely terrible. Oh, there it you, is. You, you, but first of all, 
this team made it to the what was it the NFC Championship game? Yep. But does anybody really agree that they were that good? I don't think so. Soft I don't think that. I don't think they could have been. I don't think they could have been uh, beat New Orleans. It's, uh, it's hard to say are they that good? They made it to the NFC Championship game. I mean, that's, I mean, but, they're but that they're good. good. Man, I really don't think that team was that good. But so, anyways. If you get there, what, what was the problem when you lost that game? This team, the Niners were going for it on third down, third and ten and running the ball. Well, so defensive line, you would assume. That, that, that's not the quarterback's problem, right? No. I mean, they, they, so definitely, they definitely should have just addressed that defense, man, instead of going quarterback. Or running back. I think Aaron Jones got a couple Aaron of years. Jones is a stud. I think he got a couple yeah. of years. Uh, I think they have a hole in the wide receiver. They got Devontae Adams, and then it, no it, then it just goes down. I think down. they should have got some, some beef in the middle and said, run on us. Hmm. That's interesting. It's interesting. Um, but I think overall, a lot of teams did get better. There's definitely always question marks. Um, last question, and then we'll maybe move on to something else. Who is going to be the sleeper pick? Who is the guy – that comes out of maybe third, fourth round to a fit team and just explodes onto the scene. Um, it could be in the first round even, some that dropped way, way, way late. Like, who's going to be that guy that just surprises everybody? Um, who do you got, Brandon? You know, I got to go with my Pats, oh, Kyle Duggar. I've never even heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Brandon is a Patriots guy, so he's hurting. So anything he can reference a page, just like me and the Raiders. So I like it. Okay, Kyle Duggar, there it is. I don't even know what position he plays, but he sounds good. Um, Looks like a stud on tape. There it is. Daniel, who, who's your sleeper pick? Oh, man. Uh, you You know what? If you're going to ask a difficult question like that off the top of your head, you need to go first, buddy. <laughs> but um, Oh, man, you don't know? I, man, I mean, I, I, there, there's so many, dude. Like, I there's so many. I really think, like, uh, man, for me, when I think about the Raiders, like, they draft so well towards the end of the draft. Sure. That they got with the guy, John Simpson, like, in the fourth or fifth round. And I think sure. this guy, like, this guy's going to end up replacing Gabe Jackson and, yep. and, and being on that line and, and being on the Raiders for the next seven, eight years and, and just leading a nasty uh, line. But, uh, man, I, I, I think that guy ended up making a Pro Bowl one day. Sure. Um, well, to answer your question, I think there's one D lineman who I think is a absolute stud and he fell to, I think the second round and his name is AJ Espinosa. I think he is a beast and just from Iowa. Yes. And I don't know who he fell to, but he, I think he's going to just hurt people's feelings in the NFL. I think he really is. He's in Buffalo, Buffalo. I think Buffalo Buffalo guy, I mean, and now that division is open. Uh, so I think he's going to be a huge pick. Um, Let's see. My second one, I think T. Higgins was a huge pick in the second round first uh, uh, for the Bengals. So they're trying to give Burrow a number one guy right out the shoot, uh, along with A.J. Green, obviously. I think he's going to be good. Um, and then I do think there's a lot of interesting picks as like guys that can do three or four things in, in, in the NFL draft this year. I know the Raiders picked a guy that was a running back, that was a receiver, and then played quarterback this past year at Kentucky. And so there's there's – that copycat league, like Taysom Hill type of deal. I want players like that. There's a guy who I believe will be the rookie of the year. He went to Memphis. Last name is Gibson. He literally did it all. Receiver, running back, wow. I mean, you name it, he did it all. He is a stud. I have to check where he went, but he is going to – I think he's just going to explode on the scene and just do everything, including special teams. But that that's my two or three Daniel. 
Um, but uh, let's move on to uh, Coach Bloom. Who you got? Coach us up. And you better not say a Niner. Yeah, no, no, no. It's not a Niner. And it, he wasn't that far down. He was a second rounder. But I, I think uh, we mentioned the Colts earlier. Michael Pittman Jr., man, out of USC. Receiver, um, yep. Yeah, wide, wide receiver. He, in that Colts system, uh, I think he's going to get a lot of passes right away. I think he could do some good things. Uh, he obviously sure. was very close to the first round. Um, but, you know, um, it, that that would be my pick. And, again, I really like the, the last pick of the first round. I think that makes Casey yep. a huge threat. I hate that. I yep. do not like Mahomes getting that much help, but he'll be really good as well. Sure. Sure. JK, don't, don't give me a niner, but give me somebody. No, nah, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to be a niner. Uh, Good. I'm going to I'm have to go with, uh, with Eric. I mean, Michael Pittman, I mean, he was great at USC. He's, he, he's a big dude. He's not that quick, but he's hard to get down. So I'm going to go with Michael Pittman Jr. And then another sleeper, I think was that, that guy D, that was from uh, D2 school. Um, I think it was Duggar, Kyle Duggar. That's what Brandon said. That's what Brandon yeah. said. That's a patron. He looks like a stud. I, I never saw I like his tape that. until they drafted him. Look at that. Look yeah. at JK. He looks like a stud. Like Melton Brandon's heart right there. Hey, Steve. I appreciate you, have history with D2 picks. Yes, they uh, do. Don't have somebody out of North Dakota State? Uh, North Dakota State had a guy drafted in the seventh round, really, really, at the end. Um, other than that, they're just a bunch of free agents. Um, their claim to fame is uh, obviously Carson Wentz, and then they just had their best defensive player this year transfer to LSU. Supposed to be their linebacker, but um, other than that, you won't see anybody else draft from North Dakota State. Abe, who you got as your sleeper? Oh, uh, well, I mean, I don't know if it's really a sleeper, but I'm going with DeAndre Smith. All right. Stafford hasn't played with a good running back. He's had good wide receivers. Um, and I think if he actually gets a decent run game, that'll open up for him to throw the ball. So uh, make teams play honest so that way he can actually show why he's getting paid as much as he is. Um, so, yeah, I mean, um, there's obviously good picks from all the teams here. I mean, like we, we've all reiterated, these teams really picked up stuff that they needed, but uh, we needed a running back bad. So to be able to get the guy from Georgia was, was a pretty good move. Sure. And that was early in the second round, right? It was like second round. It was the third pick. Of the third round. pick. Yeah. Yeah. Pico, who's your sleeper? Be a bust. Yeah, mm. you, can, you can say that, but I, I need to have some type of hope. So Daniel back off. Yes. He's a Lions fan. Remember he's, he's a little <laughs> bit, they're, they're a little bit worse than the Raiders, but just, they're, they're close. Just, just, just so. leave me alone. All right. I didn't say much about him. I'm, I'm throwing my two cents in. Just, just leave me alone. All right, Pico. <laughs> who's our, who's our sleeper? I think the uh, running back to the chiefs coming in yeah. from LSU. Sure. Uh, that offense is just too wide open. It's it's going to help Mahomes a lot. Sure. Um, but I'm very – you know, Belichick had a good draft. I mean yeah, – It wasn't flashy. Guy, it it when is definitely he wasn't flashy, but, you know, he got one of the best safeties in the game. Um, he got he, – he, he does well, man. People got to respect that guy a lot more than they give him credit for Side note, did you see his dog making some picks too when they flashed at his house? <laughs> um, super side note, it was fun seeing all the coaches, players, GMs, all their houses and kids, and it was, it was really cool. The flashiest one I saw, I don't know if you guys saw this, but the Arizona Cardinals head coach. If you saw that, I was like, damn, he coaches football. Everybody else is like, 
kids' pictures on the wall and like vases. His looked like, you know, like a, a magazine living room. Like, I don't know if he actually yeah. lives there or he just rented that place for the draft. And he had oh, his yeah, like his, he had two phones perfectly set out, equally distance apart. And I was like, and he wore like dress shoes and everybody else is in like sweats. I was like, what is this dude doing, man? It looked like Sean McVay was in his pool house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Last thing, I don't know. I think the Rams, I don't know what they did. I don't know if they had a good draft, bad draft, mediocre. Like, I honestly, I know they didn't have a first round pick. Um, there you go. JK showing us a picture there. It looks model S right there. But um, can anybody just refresh my memory if the Rams had a good draft? Um, they're two, a couple receivers. two years away from being in the Super Bowl and losing, what, nine to three, I think, to the, to the Patriots. Um, but they were right there. And then all of a sudden they're, would you say Pico? They had, they, I know they had no first, but they got a couple receivers. They got a, a running back. Uh, somebody plays defense, but you know somebody <laughs> plays defense. That's a, that narrows it down. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, they didn't have any top picks. Yeah, you know. So I, I, mean, I guess when you get to a certain point, you hope know, you you grab play, you know pans out. I mean, when it's your pick, you got to pick somebody. So you got you got you got I mean you got to turn a name in. Uh, unless you have that big brain fart and don't do that. But uh, I do think uh, one of the interesting things I saw was the the Niners. John Lynch was just in and out of the first round and trading this and doing that. And I was like, dang, how is this guy just doing this? They were just in the Super Bowl. Like, and he just traded this dude to that dude and and got a a dope offensive tackle when their offensive line was already amazing. And it was just – then he added a defensive guy, and I'm just like, whoa, what is this? this guy's just moving all around the place. And so um, I know this this draft was very, very deep on wide receivers, so there was tons picked. But, uh, Abe, you, you had something to, to jump in there. Yeah, just to kind of piggyback what you are saying, like um, I think John Lynch understands the situation. I, I think he understands that he's got to strike now. So sure. he doesn't really have the time and, you know, the patience to really push for that. You were in the Super Bowl last year, like – you 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 got to make that next move to get up to the next step, right? Sure. So if you look over and you see Pat Mahomes getting more help and they already have the exact same team coming back and they're just adding more to their depth, you got to do something drastic because sure. you got swamped and now you got to add that extra, you know, sure. umph and to get your team to the next level. Sure. So nobody nobody wants to be the Rams. Two years ago, Super no. Bowl, and now they're not even mentioned. Or the and so. Yeah. So it's, it's interesting. Perfect. Um, awesome. Well, that's, that's all we got for today. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed the NFL recap. Uh, we'll be here next week to, to jump on some more issues and some more sports topics, but um, always a pleasure talking to these young bucks, except for my old one in the corner, Mr. Gramps, I'm holding it down, you know, uh, t- teaching us young bucks what to do and what not to do. Um, but always appreciate you guys uh, and stay up and, and uh, we'll see you next week, guys.